Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And with the help you get from ASC Certified Technician Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive, uh, we'll keep it running. He will help you do that. Now, if you have a vehicle and it's got some issues and you're not sure what the heck is going on and you have to bring it into your favorite dealer, your favorite shop, Dan will give you some idea of what what may be uh, uh, wrong with that uh, car, truck, or van. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Nice to see you again. Well, good to be here. I had the chance to uh, visit uh, you guys on Grand Avenue this uh, past week and grab some coffee. What a great avenue that is. It is, yeah. It was, uh, thanks, thanks for coming over. No, no. That's nice always, it's always fun. Everybody's so nice there. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's the donuts I bring or... Uh... Well, that doesn't hurt. <laughs> uh, that doesn't, that yeah. does not hurt. They, they yeah. lasted into the afternoon. Well, so that's good. Thank everybody, you for your generosity. Everybody needs a treat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's talk a little bit about, I know we wanted to mention this last week about gas mileage, but I, uh, I, I wanted to, uh, to ask you what, what, what else... Uh, how are people coming in to see see you guys for uh, this this week? It was a busy week, I take it. Well, gas mileage is a good topic because uh, I don't know if you've noticed, but the price is creeping up a little bit. Yes, again. true. So uh, we've been lulled to sleep with our gas bills, and uh, as the price starts to creep up, there are you know some minor things that you can do uh, regarding your car and regarding gas mileage. Simple things, free things like. Uh, check the air pressure. Be sure that the tire or the air in your tires is full. I don't know if you've ever tried riding your bicycle when <laughs> with the, low tires. When the tires it's, are low, and it so makes it's a harder to pedal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, good news is, with spring coming and with warmer weather, uh, a car, every car, is just going to get better gas mileage. We get better gas mileage because the warmer weather. the warmer weather. Yeah. The air fuel mixture is different in warmer weather, so that's the start of it. And the rolling resistance of a car in warm weather is much easier. So the uh, so that helps with gas mileage. And then, of course, don't ignore the obvious. First of all, if your check engine light is on, uh, get it in and figure out what that's about because that certainly could be related to tune-up type stuff and, and fuel economy. And then don't ignore the tune-up stuff. If your car is due for service, if it's due for... Uh, new air air filter, fuel filter, all that sort of stuff. Uh, don't ignore any of that. Check your owner's manual, uh, the the maintenance guide, and take care of all the normal routine maintenance, and that will certainly help with gas mileage too. Like you've always suggested for years, is read that manual once in a read while. Read the manual, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you did you did speak of uh, of it's time to clean up our cars. Yes. You know, our little service truck at Lloyd's uh, was parked in my bay one evening, and I th- that morning I looked down at the floor, and the carpet was all wet, and the floor mat, you know, the rubber floor mat was all dried off. That was nice. Hmm. But under the rubber mat was all wet from the whole winter of wet, snowy, so slushy boots. So it wasn't like it was leaking. It was no, no, just yeah, no, no, it's not leaking. It was just needed to be taken apart, and the floor mats needed to sit out overnight, and uh, I actually put a fan uh Oh yeah, blowing on the carpet to dry it out, and then vacuumed it out, and it looks like new again. But uh, but I don't know if you've touched your floor mats. Uh, you know we do, 
and uh, they're all wet, yeah. <laughs> and especially under them. So take those floor mats out of the car, get them, you know, get them all cleaned up and dried out. And, well, think about all the like the salt and stuff that gets in there over the winter. Well, too. that's true too. And yeah. uh, so you know, clean all that up. Yeah. When, actually, when it's wet, is a good time to wipe all that salt and stuff out of there. It'll come up. Uh, well, that's a good point. Car- come yeah. up off the carpet. We'll get a good so, shop vac too. Get a good, good, get a good shop vac. Yep. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. If you want to call in uh, to Dan, your car care question, or send Dan a text, we have some of those too. That number is eight one eight zero seven. But Dan, let's uh, go to the phones. Folks have been waiting there. Let's see who's first. Uh, George is calling from uh, Brooklyn Center. Hi, George. What's your question? Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, I got a ninety nine Tahoe, which uh, was uh, diagnosed needing a gas uh, pump or fuel pump, and uh, had that put in. I went to pick it up, and the mechanic did not test drive it. I drove it out of his uh, location, and it was uh, coughing and sputtering, and I figured, oh, I must just need to clean out a little bit, so I drove it down the road, and it did not uh, alleviate the problem. And, uh, I mean, it was coughing and sputtering, backfiring a little bit through the intake. Uh, and uh, the next suspect, as I was told, is either the, uh, I guess there's a regulator inside the intake or uh, more what was diagnosed and yet is the uh, spider injectors, uh, which I guess they have a ported injection replacement uh, kit. Um, any other possibilities or does that sound like uh, you're a suspect also? Well, if it wasn't running that way before the fuel pump, uh, I think it's important to backtrack all the way to that. If if uh, if it was running fine before your fuel pump failed, uh, uh I, I would suspect the fuel pump first. Did you get a good fuel pump? Did it get installed correctly? Did it, uh, you know, did a line get disconnected, a return line in the tank or something like that? Uh, there's a whole bunch of possibilities that could be causing a fuel pressure problem. But that's probably the next place that I would go would be to check the fuel pressure itself and uh, see if it's accurate, see if it's in specs. If it is in specs, then uh, that, you know, the, that those that fuel injection system that you have is problematic for sure. And uh, everybody knows that, but, but I don't know why all of a sudden uh, that would change. So that would, that would raise a flag for me, but uh, it sounds like if they've done their homework correctly, they're on the right track. And I think that conversion that they're talking about is a good idea for you. All right. Very good. Good luck, George. Thank you. 651-989-9226. Let's go to Steve. Who's calling from uh, YZ, I believe. Steve, you're on with Dan. Yeah, hi. I got a 95 or a 2005 Ford Excursion, and the door locks don't work inside the vehicle. The key fob works, the push button on the outside of the door works, but either the passenger or the driver's door locks, you can't unlock. You can, un- you can lock them, but you can't unlock them from inside the truck. Yeah, well, uh, you know, my first thought would be the switch is is the switch uh, okay is is that working if the switch proves to be okay a common repair on those is that the wires uh, going from the body of the car into the driver's door because you're opening and closing that door so many times those wires flex and uh, quite often we find where one of those wires in that loom has uh, broken and uh, if that's the case it just needs to come apart, which can be a little tricky sometimes to get at that because it's tight quarters. Sometimes you have to 
actually get inside the vehicle and inside the door and run a new wire because there's just no room to work, uh, you know, in where that loom is. But uh, mm. but that's a common a common problem is that that uh, the wire in the door uh, breaks. And one thing that you might try is uh, try operating the door locks and uh, wiggling that rubber loom in the uh, by the hinges and and see if that sometimes you know if the wire is close it'll touch and and work and then you'll know that you're on the right track. That's oh, what's wrong. Okay. Interesting yeah. test. All right, Steve. Good luck with that. Uh, I was going to take a break, but let's uh, let's go to Andy. Andy's calling from Marine on St. Croix, I believe. Uh, Andy, you're on CCO with Dan. Hello, Andy. Okay, Andy, I think is uh, maybe working on his car at the time. So let's do this. Let's. T- Hope he's Let's, in the garage this morning. Yes, <laughs> it is a little wet and a little, little cool. Yeah. All right, Dan, hang on. We'll uh, come back and we'll have some text messages we want to answer as well. You want to call Dan with your car care question, 651-989-9226. Or again, send him a text to 81807. And good morning. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Danny Long here with Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul, which is located uh, where? Well, you know exactly where it's located. 982. That oh boy, I got you trained after all these <laughs> That's years. Right. Yeah. You know, we we uh, we feed the dogs. Uh, you know, customers come in with dogs all the time. Well, actually, what they do is drop the car off and then take the dog for a walk. Oh, sure. And uh, so we started training the dogs by giving them treats. And so when the uh, customers walk by our front door, the dogs pull them in the front door. It's just exactly. <laughs> They're trained. The way, yeah, it's just exactly the way it should go. A friend of mine uh, sent me a text last week. I forgot to mention this to you when I saw you the other day that he uh, drove by Lloyd's and he go, wow, what a nice looking place. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. You, you you really had to kind of toe the line there for the city of St. Paul. Yeah. You've, done a, you've well, done a good job. Well, you know, we won an award on that building. Did for, you really? Yeah, we won some sort of historic preservation Outstanding. award. Outstanding. Yeah. I did not know that. Luckily, I had no idea what I was doing when I was building that building. And I had no idea how much it it should cost, so I went into it completely blind. And I had an excellent architect and uh, Dwayne Kell, and he, uh, you know, he just did a remarkable job on it. Made it beautiful. Fits right into the neighborhood. Yeah, it fits right into the neighborhood. Yeah, so. absolutely. Anyway, yeah. which which is which is at nine eighty two Grand Avenue. <laughs> thank you, thank you for asking yes. the question. Uh, you can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net, or give uh, Big Nick is there this morning. Uh-huh. You can give him a call this morning at 651-228-1316. Very good. See, before we get back to the, uh, uh, the calls, Dan, I want to grab some text messages before we get too far behind. Uh texter says they're looking at a Toyota Corolla has a CVT transmission. And I know we've had questions about that before. Let's see if I can find the rest of the question. Are they reliable? You see a lot of problems, and I think you've answered before no. Yeah, we do not see a lot of problems with them. They are reliable, and uh, I do, that's uh, no reason uh, not to buy a vehicle. It's, well, it's good. Uh, yeah, no, I think the transmissions are just fine. They've got them perfected. They work well, and, and uh, I, you know, I, I wouldn't personally look for one. Like, that wouldn't. Like I wouldn't go out of my way and say I want only a CVT only, transmission. Yeah, yeah but whatever but, uh, car you like. But I'm completely neutral to... on whether okay. uh, whether you would buy a car with that or not. It's, that's it's, one. It's of, just that's, fine. that's one of the gears. In fact, is neutral. I, just, <laughs> I had to throw. Well, that maybe out. we should tell what say what a CVT. <laughs> yeah, what is that transmission? Is it? It actually does not have. You know how your. Uh, my transmission has seven speeds or eight speeds or whatever it is. You can right. feel it shifting as you're going along. 
In a CVT transmission, it uh, does not have gears like that. It's variable. It's more like a snowmobile. You know, as you accelerate the the transmission changes gears it's got an, an infinite number of gears and you can't because, feel that right it's just a cone that it or a, or a clutch that it runs up on and uh changes the huh. the gear speeds in there but uh yeah uh, continuously variable transmission yeah. CVT, cvt or something like so that. don't worry about it don't quote me on what that's called but that's no. kind of what it means <laughs> i think you're right <laughs> i do think you're right i tell you what andy and marine is back on the line i do believe let's see andy are you with us this morning I, I'm with you. I, I lost you earlier. Oh, but, well, uh, glad you came back. Uh, I'm glad you guys are on the radio. Thank you. So, uh, I've got an issue with my 90 Cutlass, and what happened is I drove to work one day, parked it, and then the next morning I went out and fired it up, and the check engine light came on, and the idle was quite high. It was about 1,500 to 2,000 RPM, and so I, I just think a lot of it i just you know drove it got home and everything was fine and then went out started it again went back to work the next day and uh and the idle was high and it's continued to be high so i checked you know it's obd1 so it's not real great diagnostics but i did uh you know the paper the paper clip trick and watched the uh, watched the code and it was a 22 which which it indicates that it's a at least my information is a tps so I bought a TPS at Napa, and I put it in, and I have the same symptoms. Now, I also uh, reset the computer by disconnecting the battery, you know, shorting the positive mm-hmm. negative out, and then run it from there. So it's always the, the, the idle is always high now, and the check engine light is kind of on and off, comes and goes. Any ideas? Well, um, yes. Um one thing you have to be careful of with with the with the codes um, is that they can lead you down the wrong path, and you know the, it it has a throttle position uh, code probably because the idle is so high, and the throttle position can't control it because it's so high. So it says, well, I can't. The, the throttle position isn't lowering the idle, so there must be something wrong with the throttle position sensor because it's uh it's it's saying that there's a problem and 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 it's and i'm not and the computer's not able to adjust it and you're right on a 1990 it's kind of old-fashioned technology and uh that will also trick you with what the codes mean so at any rate um usually on a fuel injected vehicle and i think that 1990 is is uh still fuel injected maybe throttle body injected but at any rate usually with a throttle body injected vehicle if you have a fast idle uh, it usually goes along with the fact that you have a vacuum leak somewhere. It's getting too much air, uh, and the you know the computer's response to that is to add more fuel. and And the the conclusion that it comes to then is that it idles too fast. So uh, that's what I would be looking for is is a uh, is a vacuum leak somewhere, and uh, and see if uh, if you can't find a vacuum leak, a you know a ruptured vacuum hose or something like that. And uh, if that's the case, then uh, then get that repaired, and that should take care of it for you. I hope so. Yeah. Thanks, Andy. Uh, we need to take a quick break, but we have keep in mind that uh, Dan will be here for uh, till about seven forty-five this morning when Jack Farrell steps in. So don't wait. If you have a question, we'll uh, pick up on more calls and text messages uh, in just a moment.
Good morning. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Danny Long here with Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive helping you out. Uh, let's see. We have callers, Dan. We have textures, and I know our time is limited uh, for a few more minutes, then we'll bring in Jack Farrell. But let's go to the phones. Maynard's calling from Robbinsdale, I believe, with a question. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, my daughter has a, uh, um, a 13 Chevy Cruze, and she took it for oil change, and they said that she needed a induction service. And I, she asked me, I don't know what that is. Could you explain what that is? And maybe approximately how much it costs? She said, ooh, it's kind of expensive. Yeah, I'm sure prices range all over, and I don't know much about that, actually. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry uh, to tell you that. I'm sure it's over $100. But an induction cleaning is where it cleans the intake manifold, hopefully the throttle body, and then uh, gets a cleaner back on the back side of the the valves and cleans the back side of the valves, too. And Mm. uh, so... uh, her car is not specifically one that necessarily needs fuel injection cleaning or, or induction cleaning. And the cars, the vehicles, the, the high compression or the, or the direct injection uh, cars that actually need that, it doesn't work on because the, huh. the, uh, the cleaner doesn't get to the back of the valves because the, the fuel is directed or is uh, sprayed directly into the combustion chamber. So um, whether she needs that or not, I, I – if you look in the owner's manual, it doesn't recommend it. Oh. So, or, you know, as, as a thing. So it's kind of one of those, if it makes you feel good, uh, go ahead and do it. If it, if it's only driven, you know, short trips, uh, you know, maybe there's a reason to do it. But if it under normal driving conditions, I would say it's probably just fine. All right, good. There you go. Save some bucks there. Thanks, yeah. Maynard. Texter wants to know, we were talking about inflation of tires, uh, inflate tires with air or nitrogen. Well, uh, I don't... I've never used the nitrogen. Yeah, I don't do nitrogen, so uh, I don't have a good reason to sell it to you. But the difference is uh, our normal atmospheric air that you would put in a tire, compressed air, has oxygen in it. And oxygen is is, um, response to temperature and moisture much more than nitrogen does. Mm. So... Uh, with nitrogen-filled tires, all tires have nitrogen in them. With nitrogen-filled tires, they take the oxygen out. I <laughs> so see. It's only nitrogen, um, and you know, it, it's it seems to me that it makes sense when you're driving down the highway. You won't have as much pressure change uh, um, as the tire warms, so that's probably a good thing. It keeps the tires cooler, um, which a cooler tire will wear better. So that's a good thing. And uh, it's a drier air. It doesn't. It doesn't uh, collect moisture the way mm. oxygen does. So when it comes to corrosion on the wheels and stuff, and the and the um, pressure sensors, that's probably a good okay. thing too. Less effect so, on yeah. that stuff. Right. So in theory, it uh, seems to work. However, in my experience, cars that come in with uh, nitrogen in them, when I'm disassembling the tires and putting new tires i don't see a significant difference where they've uh, where they've you know uh um there's any less corrosion or oh, any, okay. anything like that so i can't tell well maybe it goes like what you said before if it makes you feel better if it makes, <laughs> it makes you feel <laughs> good do it what night did you do that? yeah all right speaking of tires that we've got again a couple of uh, text messages uh, a texter just got new tires 
Do inflate to the tire manufacturer specs or the car's specs? The car's specs. Ah. On the side of the tire, it'll give you a manu- or a uh, uh, maximum pressure that the, t- the tire is designed to hold. Do not exceed that. But that being said, uh, go to the door jam, and on the door jam, it'll tell you how much air to put front and rear. Sometimes it's different. Oftentimes it's different front and rear. Uh, put it exactly where they tell you to put it, and you'll get a whole bunch of benefits from it, including you know the best gas mileage and all that sort of stuff because the manufacturers, when they built the car, designed it to be run on that air pressure. And if you stick to that, that's how – you know, and manufacturers are all – I mean, they do – they spend tons of money on your car to get the best EPA rating, the mm-hmm. best mileage per gallon that they can get – First of all, because you like it when you buy the car. But secondly, uh, it makes a big difference with getting it uh, through the process of, of uh, you know, selling their whole line of vehicles. Uh, mileage is is really important to them. So they spend a lot of money on that. So, so if you do it the way they tell you to do it, I think that's how you're going to, you know, the engineers have designed it that way to get the best gas mileage. And that's how you're going to get the best gas mileage is if you do what they say. And you look at that, uh, what do you call that? You open your driver's door and you look at that panel, that uh, whatever you call yeah, that area. the door jam. Yep. The door jam there, and it'll have the cold pressure. Right. Uh, this is the minimum. This is where it should you should start at before you drive the cold weather, cold, uh, cold, okay. cold yeah, air right. temp. What you're saying is is that's the cold temp because it will, uh, the pressure will go up as the yeah. tire warms tire warm. How high up. can it get? Have you ever seen? Uh, well, I've, I've seen in my own car, you know, it, it keeps track as I'm driving. And it's it's live, so I can see it, and it'll go up three or four psi on a hot day, easily. Yeah, yeah. You know what? We're out of time. It's, I've just printed time flies out when you're having fun. <laughs> it does, but I've printed out Dan the text messages we did not get to. What do you see? We'll start the show next week. That's a great idea. All right, good deal. All right, have a good week. What's the number at uh, at Lloyd's? Give us a call. We're at six five one two two eight one three one six. You can find us on the web at Lloyd's automotive.net l-l-o-i-d-s lloydsautomotive.net you're open till what today noon today till noon today all yep. right have a good week we'll Thanks. see you next week dan burns from lloyd's automotive now with the mlb app you can get baseball your way pick your favorite team your favorite players and get customized highlights stories and breaking news right on your home feed follow the action with game Tip, where 3d replays add another dimension plus notifications can keep you connected to every pitch every hit every game The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.